The following audio is via a Skype call. Let's talk about your juicy love with me, Luna Drake. We explore relationships, dating, sacred union, communication, conscious love, healthy boundaries, and much more. As a dating and relationship coach for over five years, with a background in shamanic healing and metaphysical work, I've helped men and women, young and old, from all walks of life. My mission is to increase peace, joy, and love on planet Earth. So listen in and stay juicy. Yeah, this is our juicy moment. This is me, Dr. Pat, and I get to hang out with Una Drake. Yep. This is your juicy love. Today, we're going to talk about what is your, oh my gosh, is your relationship toxic or just in a rough patch? This is the $64 million question, folks. You know, we have had more calls in this show about this particular dynamic, I think, than any other question we'd ever have. As a matter of fact, we had one yesterday about this question. You know, is your relationship toxic or just in a rough patch? I mean, we could be listening to that uh, Britney Spears song, Toxic, but this is the world that Una Drake lives in. This is what she lives, she breathes. She helps people all over the world find, live, and expand your juicy love. That's what this radio show is about. It's about your juicy love. It is about bringing a message out there. So not only do you get to experience it, but if you're not experiencing it, then what can you do? And so today we're going to be talking about this dynamic. Toxic, not toxic. Which is it? Una. Great to have you here today. Listen, this is your life's work. Let's stop and talk about this. This is more than just, you know, I'm going to create something. This is a calling for you. And I'm really struck by how each of us says yes to our calling. What was it about your journey that had you say, I'm going to, I'm going to teach people how to create juicy love. How did you get there? Thank you, Dr. Pat. (laughs) Uh, well, for me, it was going through my own struggles in in my own you know relationship history, and yeah. being in what I now realize was a toxic relationship. Actually, a couple different toxic relationships. No uh, kidding, me too, sister. <laughs> yeah, and um, and and then finally finding a you know a relationship that well actually I mean a, a number of a number of relationships that were healthy, you know, and ultimately meeting my partner that I, you know, we've been together for years and years. And, uh, that's, you know, the best relationship of my life, but I didn't even know that that was possible. And when I was stuck in a toxic relationship, stuck in toxic relationship patterns, um, I just wanted love to not hurt. You know, I just wanted it to be, decent okay you know basically oh all right and um basically i i know how much it can hurt to stay stuck in toxic patterns and to be stuck in abusive uh, situations and um 
And I, and I use that abuse doesn't even necessarily mean um, physical abuse. It could be, you know, verbal abuse. It could be emotional abuse. Um, but a, a love relationship or love, I'm using quote marks here, relationship that hurts is is not a situation that you want to stay in. And uh, I think so many people, uh, like like me, you know, you want your relationship to work out. You have this vision of how it should be. And um, if it's not like that, you just, I mean, for me, I just tried and I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried to take, you know, full responsibility. I try to change anything that I could to, to get there. Um, so basically having gone through that pattern, you ask like, why do I, why is this my calling now? My, I feel that it's, it's my calling to help people have really good relationships, you know, to have juicy love, to grow through their relationship experience and to experience love the way that it can be, the way that it should be. And and that you don't need to stay stuck in in a in less than that. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, it totally does. Because, you know, people ask me, um, why I, I, I mean, we've been called a lot of things. The latest is we are the Disney of podcasting and podcasting radio. That's us. They've they've coined that phrase now. That was new. And I asked somebody why. They say because, you know, what's happening is for thought leaders to come on this show, people like you, and to tell the story about how folks can transform their lives, you know, that's the Disney. That's what Disney does. And then somebody asked me, why? Why, Pat? Why you? Just like I ask you. I'm somebody that battled for most of my life, battled with hard situations. And I think just like you, you know, we can battle and become the victim of them, or we can battle and become victorious. And I think for, for me, just like for you, we understand what it means to be victorious. And in your case, create juicy love. Now you want to help others do that. But this topic today, finding out which one is going on is the golden compass. It is the key to the, to the palace. It really is. Because you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them, Una, right? It, yes, and it's very, very difficult when you're in it. It's, it's, it's probably the most difficult decision that I can think of. I mean, or one of them anyway. Uh, I mean, you know, how do you, you know, there are so many benefits to, you know, a, a long-term relationship and you don't want to be a quitter. You don't mm -hmm. want to be someone who gives up part way. Uh, and yet, um, and yet, if that relationship is bad for you, then you have to let go. You know, you have to you have to know when to make that decision, and that can be the most difficult decision of yeah, your life. Yeah. You let go of everything that you've built, all of your dreams. You know, mm -hmm. everything that you have invested in this relationship. You know, from for many people, that's everything. <laughs> or close uh, yeah. to it <laughs> except there for yourself is, there's a price to pay though if and let's talk about it have you been able to define toxic relationships you know because when people are in it 
they need to get some help from you because we don't see our own stuff, boy. We don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so what let's talk about what is a toxic relationship. So let's talk about the word toxic, you know, like just like a toxin, you know, it, it poisons the body. A toxic relationship is it's like it's poisoned or it's it it poisons you when you're in that it's like it's it makes you sick to stay in the relationship and i in many cases like if you stay in a toxic relationship long enough honestly it does take a physical toll on you because of the stress yeah. and so it's a it's um it's a relationship dynamic that would be uh you know characterized by uh you know criticism anger um, you know, it, it, honestly, toxic relationships can take a form. It can take many, many different forms. Some are very, it's like a very subtle, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, say verbal abuse or something like that, like where you want to connect with your partner, but uh, it's, you feel like you're getting cut down a lot or, you know, mm-hmm. subtle, it can be even like subtle criticism or it can be you know, blowing up in your face and even, you know, on a, an extreme end, like, you know, physical violence or even, uh, you know, women who are, you know, battered or even killed by their partners. That's obviously toxic. But I mean, it can be a uh, much, much uh, a lesser degree. I, I say lesser degree, but I mean, it still hurts. It's still completely stressful and not a good thing to remain in a relationship where you're belittled or you're right. uh, you know, constantly criticized where you have to be on defensive uh, or you have to feel like you're walking on eggshells in, in that situation. Um, so I think that, I, you know, what you're talking about is really very important. It is a micro of what's going on in a more global media scene. You know, this idea of belittling people, at the expense of you winning or making a point. I mean, that is a culture mark that we just can't afford to bring into our homes, our family. I mean, it is not the kind of thing you wanna raise children in that environment. And yet, you know, this notion of sticks and stones will break, you know, sticks and stones, right, will break my bones, but names will never harm me. That is so not true. Absolutely. That little little childhood rhyme is so not true and is the core of toxic relationships. Now, any physical violence, that is a showstopper. You and I agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, even with that, even with, you know, uh, I'm going to say women, but any, any, even, you know, people, partners who mm-hmm. even are physically abused or, you know, threatened or, you know, uh, it can still be really, really difficult to to recognize that and to mm-hmm. disentangle because even with that, I, I'm just I'm thinking of um, I'm thinking of a, a particular person, uh, you know, right now stuck in that dilemma. And this is someone uh, someone close to me. It breaks my heart. But I even with doing everything that I can, you know, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't help that person disengage right. Right. because they have to be there. They have to make that decision. Does that make sense? 
it ha- you have to make that decision. And what it does is it opens up the door to learn a new skill called boundaries. And this isn't just about that love relationship you're in. While today's show is about that, mm-hmm. you know, this is you also where we are willing and allowing ourselves to be part of toxic relationships that could have to do with our brothers, our sisters, our moms, our dads. And, you know, we can see how that transfers over to our love life, where we feel we've never been able to draw a line in the sand and say, no, 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 don't cross that line. And yet here we are now, we're found in that situation. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about why it is so hard to tell a toxic relationship. And I just gave a little example of why that might be. But why is it so hard? And how are some toxic relationships very different than others? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the snake charmer uh, and much more. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Practice living in wholeness and achieve fulfillment in your life with your body in full service to you. Sign up for the Body Tune-Up. Six online classes designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Evolve. Become a practitioner now. Are you ready to make deep, lasting, transformative changes? Then tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio for Susanna Jameson's hit show, Love Light Sound Radio. During her show, Susanna inspires and supports spiritually and health-conscious individuals all over the world to reconnect with their hearts, their inner peace, and balance. Love Light Sound Radio. Transformation happens here now. For more information, visit SusannaJameson.com. 
Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Una Drake is in the house. I mean, Una, before we go ahead, I mean, I would love for you to tell folks how they can get some coaching from you, classes from you, all of the above. What is the best way for people to find out more about how they can create their own juicy love? Absolutely. Well, they can go to my website, unadrake.com, U-N-A-D-R-A-K-E.com, and they can uh, read blog posts, uh, you know, find out about me. They can contact me through the site. And if you're listening to the show today and you want to talk with me directly and get your own clarity session, maybe you're in a relationship and you're not sure if it's really toxic oh. or, you know, if you should really just continue with it or if there's some just mm-hmm. maybe minor adjustments that you yeah. can make to m- bring that relationship really where it feels satisfying and just. Uh-huh for you, um, email me. I'm offering five relationship clarity sessions for anyone who calls in from this show uh, or emails me. Uh, I encourage you to email me, una at unadrake.com and put in the subject line clarity session or put in clarity. And um, any, 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 put clarity in the subject line and, and, um, and put whatever you want in the subject line. The bottom yeah. line is you got to get some help. You know, it's funny we're talking about this because we've had a couple. I hope the folks that called in earlier this week are listening to this show. You know, like I'm hoping and I cannot mention any names, but you know who you are. You called in the other day and we're talking about your relationship. I hope you're listening. Uh, and you could also call in today. 1-800-930-2819. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I want to talk about toxic versus abusive. And I, and I want to talk about the confusion we have and whether or not one is better than the other. <laughs> you know, I actually heard somebody say, well, you know, maybe my relationship is not great. They didn't use the word toxic. They actually... They actually use the word that's actually worse than that. But they said, at least it's not abusive. And I'm listening and I'm thinking to myself, how could like a venomous, venomous, that was the word. Uh Like, how could you describe your relationship as venomous and think that that is like better than abusive? Well, at some level, yeah, you're not getting your face bashed in every day, but you're Literally, your soul is dying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When most people hear about an abusive relationship or they hear the term, you know, abuse, abuse, they think about physical abuse, like physical violence. But really, 
there are other shades, you could say, of abusive relationship and any kind of abuse within a relationship with his, you know, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, etc. Is that is all toxic. Mm -hmm. Um, The other type of common toxic relationship, I would say, would be a codependent relationship in which there's a lot of emotional entanglement and enabling bad behaviors. The toughest, the hardest, the uh, rampant in our society right now. You know, my friend has a book that uh, she's writing called The Rise of Narcissism. Mm. I'm like, okay, but let's talk about the other side of that, the rise of codependence, because you cannot, you know, like people say, well, the narcissist, well, it takes those two dynamics, right? Right. right? right. I mean, it, it, the, the narcissist is going to find somebody that they can look at and say, oh, like she's the one, right? She's the one that I'm going to be able to do my little thing on. They do tend to target people, absolutely. Still a toxic dance. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how you cut it. Yeah, it actually, yeah. Narcissists and people with personality disorders that are kind of prey on their partners, they Mm -hmm. do actually tend to target really strong individuals, like really strong people who are very giving and have who actually are like the strong side of the spectrum on these like really positive characteristics because they know that those are the people that they can milk the longest because they tend to be, um, you know, if, if that partner gets hooked in and then stays, it's like they have more juice to give to the narcissist. And so it, um, it's like they, they are picking the, the, the primo, uh, the primo targets that that they can get involved with because they get the most out of it, and then they stay they stick around. I think maybe because they they don't want to give up or something, you know. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's bad. And, well, uh, and but let's talk about uh, let's let's talk about codependence for a minute. And for those of you out there, every time you hear me talk about something like this, one one or two of you sends me an email. And here's what I want to say. You know, my background's in psychology, and Una said it best. We're not talking about narcissistic tendencies here, like people that are self-absorbed. We're not talking about that. We're not throwing the word around like it's being thrown away in our pop culture. From a psychological point of view, narcissistic personality disorder is a disorder. It is a condition that is in the psychological textbooks. So we're not talking about your friend that is out there in the world spending $100 on getting her nails done. That's not it. Right. right. You're talking about something very severe. Yes. Right. Yeah. Where it's an actual like personality disorder. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. the word narcissism has started to get thrown around a lot in our culture, which, you know, on one hand, I think is fine. There's more awareness around it and people are starting to have this conversation. Uh, You know, on the other hand, you know, everybody is a little bit narcissistic in some sense, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody's a little bit self-absorbed and it's, it's good to have a healthy ego, you know, and to and honestly, you need to have a healthy ego in order to set healthy boundaries. So it's not, 
but what I, what we're talking about here are people who really have a personality disorder, you know, where it's it's really disordered to the point where they people who are actual narcissists cannot have a healthy relationship. It's just right. basically impossible. Right. And yet it can be hard to spot them ahead of time. I mean, there, there are some, there are some tells, but most of us, you know, uh, don't necessarily just know offhand what those are unless we learn about it or go through the experience of having a relationship with someone who fits that description, which can be extremely painful and, and hard to get out of. Well, in any event, the key to what you're talking about is there are a series of behaviors that happen between two people. And, you know, you can feel it when it feels toxic. You also can feel it when it's abusive. And, you know, what we're talking about today is having people reach out so they can get some help figuring out what it is. Yeah, because it. You know, you can read lists all day long on the internet of like, these are the telltale signs of a toxic relationship or blah, blah, blah. And that's great. But at the same time, sometimes you need to actually sit down and talk with someone and get the support and the clarity that that only talking to someone else can really provide. Because when you're in that kind of dynamic, it can be extremely hard to see anything clearly. So, So email me or call me up. But you can email me, get a relationship clarity session by emailing una at unadrake.com. You can check out my website, unadrake.com, and I would love to work with you. Um, you know, one of the things we're also going to talk about today, and I just want to, you know, review this with you, is we're going to talk about how do we spot a toxic partner? You know, I, I mean, h- how can we spot somebody like that even before we're completely engaged and then once we do what do we do with our minds where we want to literally we spot it we know it we see it and we still move towards that person right spot it see it and put all of those warning signs aside and full steam ahead we're going to take a short break we come back uh, Una is going to give us a, a, an idea of what some of those characteristics are, how they show up in these relationships, what you should be aware of. And then once you get yourself aware and you don't know what to do, that's when you call her. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with Una Drake. show talk radio to thrive by i am so thrilled to be talking to all of you we have got talk radio for all of us are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life check us out the drpatcho.com transformationtalkradio.com transformationradio.fm oh my goodness Are you stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a life of inspiration, love, self-acceptance, and fun? Sounds like you're on the verge, on the verge to your next big thing. Join Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio, helping you use your breakdown for a breakthrough, overcome life's greatest challenges, and live the life you want and deserve. 
Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio or visit seattlehealinghypnosis.com for more information. Tune in to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit sarahluce.com. Tune in to the hit show, Raging Skillet Radio, mouthing off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts. And go to theragingskillet.com to find out more and let Chef Rossi know what's on your mind. Tune in to Knowledgebook Radio with host Marge Potasic each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the Golden Age, and it provided the truth and the answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBenton.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat Una Drake is here. Um, so I just want to say out front, all you all of my exes that are listening to this show, don't call in. I have fessed up to my own crazy as a young woman. I've already fessed up to that on previous shows. So don't don't be like posting on the Facebook right here or doing any of that crazy right now. Um, I have done my true confessions and I've changed my ways. Yeah, I've been I've been caught in those cycles as well. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, listen, I, I'm not preaching from a pulpit. There's no way. I am not a relationship expert. And I certainly am not a relationship expert in my relationships. That is one of the reasons why I'm single right now. Uh, very happy. But I look back and I think to myself, what have I learned? And what am I never going to do again? And I think that part of this is we're talking about how do some people get to the place of being less than great in relationships? It comes from a history. You know, it's passed on, right? It's hard when you see a woman in a grocery store, and I've seen this. Uh, I, it made me crazy in a grocery store. And her child is acting up, a little child, 
and knocks off the can of peas from the shelf. And the mom just whacks the child. I mean, if you want to see me fly up the aisle way, um, but you have to think for a minute, how was that mom treated? So we're in a gray area here where we're saying to people, this is not where you beat yourself up. This is where you change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, most people who uh, are in, get themselves into a, a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship, whether they're the abuser or the uh, the recipient of the abuse or the, uh, even just someone in a codependent relationship, honestly, mm-hmm. usually has some sort of history that got them there. You know, some sort of, history where that sort of pattern seemed normal or at least okay, you know, to the point where they're, they've accepted it and stayed in it. Um, and, um, so why would, however, here's the thing though. Okay. Is that yes, some people, you, most abusers do have a history of abuse or a history of something that, you know, hard knocks or something that, you know, you could use as like an excuse and that most people, most people, partners who stay with abusive partners are like, well, he's just this way because of blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, she wouldn't do that if it weren't for X, Y, Z in her past. You know, I know that, that he or she is a good person, but, but here's the thing. There's many, many other people who have similar pasts, who have similar things in their history, who choose not to engage in abusive behavior. Ultimately, it comes down to a choice. And especially if you see your partner behaving one way in public or one way with their boss or one way with people who have power over them or whose opinion they care about, and suddenly in those situations, they're able to be, you know, nice or charming or considerate, but at home in private with you, they turn into somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. where they're losing their temper or flying off the handle or even striking you or threatening you or, you know, verb putting you down, um, you know, and, and you feel like you, you know, it's just like a doctor, Mr. Jekyll and Dr. Hyde or whatever yeah, that is. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, that's a different situation. They obviously have the wherewithal to control themselves sometimes. It you don't need to take it. it. You don't need to be at the you know the brunt mm-hmm. of their lashing out uh, in in private. I mean that yeah. that's a choice. Ultimately, it's a choice, and um, you can make excuses for them all day long, or you can say, mm-hmm. you know what, um, this I I deserve better. And you can well. well what do we look for? Let's talk about some yeah. of these characteristics. And you know, a phrase that's getting used now a lot is gaslighting. Uh-huh. And let's talk about you know, what the range of toxic behaviors look like so that people know what to be on the lookout for. Sure. Yeah. Um, So, well, obviously at the far end would be actual like physical intimidation or actual, you know, abuse. I mean, that's not good in any situation. Um, Now, uh, lesser, you know, from that would be, um, you talked about gaslighting. So if, if that's like you say, that, that's where someone tells you that reality is different than than how you're actually experiencing it. So it gaslighting causes you to uh, to doubt your own perceptions of reality, and that can be really dangerous in a relationship. So 
if you're saying, um, you know, hey, I'm I'm feeling like, uh, uh, you know, I, I feel such and such in a relationship or you said such and such and they said, oh, I didn't say that or I didn't promise that or, you know, or uh, it's it's you're just being way too sensitive. You know, I mean, someone say, you know, if your partner's telling you that you're being too sensitive when you're, uh, you know, having a normal emotional reaction to say being yelled at or, you know, um, you know, being threatened or something like that. And they're saying, Oh, Oh, you're just overreacting. If they're constantly like putting down your reactions, but you don't, you know, you're not getting that feedback in other areas of your life, you know, say, um, at, at work or with your friendships and stuff like that. Um, then that could be an indication that you're being gaslighted. Does that, do you, am I being clear here? Cause it, it is kind of, it can be kind of subtle to, to understand it. I mean, um, uh, yeah. but I mean, we're talking about like a total manipulation. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it can be absolutely. Um, so, I mean, gaslighting can take, uh, it can take different forms, but, um, basically if, if your partner is telling you that essentially that things that you're crazy, I mean, at some level, I mean, or that you're, you know, not perceiving reality the way that mm-hmm. it is, um, mm-hmm. then you, it, the temptation is to kind of want to believe your partner and want to then doubt yourself. And the danger there is that then you believe that you're not seeing things the way that they really are. And so then you're much less likely to, uh, to trust yourself enough to, to, to leave a a bad situation. Does that make sense? Yeah, Um, it, it does make sense because what it is, is it's, um, it's real subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's real subtle. You know, uh, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I had an experience where I had uh, my sink was dripping, you know, drop, 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 drop. And I remember one day uh, I wasn't, I didn't get it fixed. Um, so the drop, drop, drop is not really a problem when the water can go down. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, one day I was doing something and I left the stopper in the sink. So all of a sudden, the drop, drop, drop can completely fill up your sink and overflow. And that's, to me, you've got to be able to see the drop, drop, drops of abuse. Because if they keep coming, if they keep coming every day and you have no place for them to go, you don't have your own outlet to release them or move away from them or there's no signs of hope or change, then what happens is you drown in that level of abuse. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where, um, you know, staying connected to supportive people around you is really important. You you had asked earlier about what are some of the telltale signs of, yeah. of a potentially of a toxic partner or a potentially toxic partner, especially at the beginning of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of those things would be that your partner wants to take like 
isolate you from family members or supportive friends or, uh, you know, a classic one is, you know, not wanting you to um, leave the house very much or not wanting you to, um, you know, go and be with other people who have been, you know, su supportive in your life. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of, um, uh, you know, a, in, a, in a really great relationship. I mean, ideally you want your, your partner to, you know, ideally kind of blend in like with your family, your friends, you know, um, you know, become integrated into your life instead of being just isolated mm -hmm. as just a one part of it, you know? Uh, but, um, if you, it's easier to maintain a sense of what's real and a sense of your own self if you have other mirrors rather than someone who's abusive. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. And, 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 gaslighting you. <laughs> yeah. And you know, one of the things let's do this, let's skip our break and um, let's take a moment and, and make sure that people one know how to find out more about you, but how they can receive this clarity session. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm email me una at unadrake.com and put clarity or clarity session in the, in the subject line. Now you can just type that into your email, una at unadrake.com, or you can go to my website and there's like at least a, two or three, several, many different ways to email me yeah. through my site. Or you can call me on the phone, honestly, uh, 206-491-3555. I'd be happy to talk with you. Um, Good, great, and, um, excellent. Yeah, yeah just uh, yeah. And I'd be happy to do a clarity session with you because when you're in this dynamic, it's so hard to really see reality fully. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to have a reality check. And if, if you don't necessarily have, you know, a network of supportive people that you really trust their opinion and they are good feedback for mm -hmm. you. It can be really, really hard. Even if you do have yeah. those people in your life, it, it, getting out of a, an abusive relationship can be extremely yeah. challenging. And one of the things is because it's like a roller coaster. And so there's these, um, like surges of emotion and, uh, and, chemicals honestly that it can become addictive you can become addictive to almost like the adrenaline rush of that relationship up, yeah. up down um, yeah and becomes the norm yeah See, it yeah. becomes the norm to you mm -hmm. you know I, I mean for example we have a society right now where not getting enough sleep is the norm so we're comparing ourselves to others in a scenario that is absolutely not great for us. And it becomes the norm. And we start to baseline ourselves against asking our friends. Now, you know, I, I, maybe you have a friend in your life that's going to be honest with you. But what you're offering people is a safe space for them to tell their truth. Yeah. Um, so it leads to this next part. How do you know when to stay and when to go? This is the most difficult, I think, um, parts, because even people that are in severely abusive relationships have a real tough time leaving. But yet, you know you should. How do you know when you should stay or go? 
well, yeah, that that's the million dollar question, but yeah, it and it's not a question that I would recommend that people make at a moment's notice necessarily. I mean, although physical abuse for me is an absolute threshold. You know, if it comes yeah. to that, you go, <laughs> just go. Um, but even even with that, um, you know. A lot of times when uh, when a relationship is under the physical abuse threshold, you know, when it's just maybe seems um, not satisfying or something like that, how do you know? Well, there's if it's if your relationship constantly seems like it's work or if it constantly seems like you are less of yourself in that relationship or if you are editing yourself in order to be in that relationship, those are signs that probably you should go. And, uh, you know, if there's a lack of respect in the relationship, if your partner is not showing you respect, or if you at a fundamental level have lost respect for your partner and I mean, you can, you can, try, you can say, okay, you know, what are the circumstances under which I could regain respect for my partner? You know, that, that could be an interesting, you know, an interesting exercise. Um, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. but if there, it may, it may be that there's just not, you know, or, you know, how, what is the trust like? What is the quality of trust in the relationship? Do you trust your partner? If you fundamentally do not trust your partner for it could be many, many reasons that you don't. There could have been, you know, past, um, you know, you if your partner cheated on you. I mean, yeah. some people, some people recover from that situation, and some people don't. You know, some relationships are able to, you know, they are re- able to reestablish trust, and sometimes you can't. And that's individual. Like I can't tell you whether you should trust your partner again. Yeah. That's for you to decide, and it's not easy. Um, but you know, there's respect, there's trust, there is, um, you know, if you feel like your relationship is like a roller coaster, and you feel like you are walking on eggshells all the time, uh, and it's been that way for, I want to say like at least six months, or longer, um, you should probably consider leaving. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I can't, I can't make a blanket statement. I talk with, you know, individual I would need to talk with you. So again, email me, una, unadrike.com, mm-hmm. with clarity in the subject line. But um, there's, you know, basic, basic things in a relationship, you know, respect, trust. Um, and then if, if, you're rela- if your partner is like a different person in, you know, with you than they are in public, yeah, that's a huge deal. You know, that's, that's a flag. A it's a giant flag. It's a flag. And you know why it's a giant flag? Because there's a storyline that goes with it. And and I went through this with a partner, so I know this storyline. And the storyline is, well, you know I'm different in public. I have my public uh, persona. And, you know, and you buy that story. And you think, oh, okay, so that's your public persona. Uh, oh, okay, I see. no. No, you're not married to somebody that's a schizophrenic personality disorder. You're not doing that. It's like, no, if you're if you can be that kind to somebody in the public that you don't know, 
what is it about this relationship where you can't bring that in our living room? Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, that, that, that comes to, uh, sometimes, uh, people get latched into like the fantasy of their partner or their fantasy of what they believe that their partner represents, you know? And so they're like, well, I, I need to be supportive to this person because maybe there's, you know, some sort of like greater dream or greater project or something that you feel like you're supporting by supporting that person or supporting the relationship. But ultimately it really does come down to what is the quality of your relationship with them when no one else is there, you know, when it's just between the two of you. I mean, otherwise it's just like a, you know, maybe it's a professional relationship or something else, but it's not that, you know, one-on-one love relationship. And because that's, that's what's important. That's the mm-hmm. that's the juice of an actual living, intimate relationship is is the quality between the two of you. And there has to be kindness there. If there's no kindness in a relationship, if if you if there's no quality of like feeling that um, just that humanity, you know that that it's safe to be weak in a sense like we're all human beings we all have some times when when we are weak you know when we have our human frailty and if if that feels dangerous to reveal that human weakness you could say in a relationship to be vulnerable if it if it's not safe to be vulnerable in your intimate relationship then in you kind of got to go. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't stay in that situation very long. I mean, mm-hmm. you either have to either your partner has to work on themselves or you have to work together in order to build trust and in, you know, the ability to be intimate, the ability to be vulnerable in that relationship or you got to go. And I'd say you can work on it for some time and sometimes it's just not going to work. Yeah. I mean, the working on it is when both parties really want to take a look and really want to do the work Um, and lines of communication are open and you're able to seek outside help and you're willing to commit to that and you're willing to commit to the relationship because, you know, people do go through that. They do go through bumps in the road. Uh, that's not what we're talking about here when we talk about leaving. You know, we're clearly talking about a scenario where even after it's made known, neither party is going to do something different about it. Or if you're the party that doesn't want that level of verbal abuse, passive-aggressive behavior, uh, whatever that thing is, then you do have to really consider leaving because the one thing I think that we're talking about, there's only one person in the equation that we can change. And that's that's us. That's That's the person we can change. Yeah. We cannot change the other person. You know, you can peel the skin off an apple and it's an apple without its skin, but it's still an apple. And, you know, uh, uh, what we're talking about here is every one of us 
has had to face ourselves in our lives. I know I have. And I've had to look and say, who is the person that I want to become? And who can I find to help me get there? And boy, I think that's worth saying. You know, those are the questions that we have to ask ourselves when we're in relationship. Yeah. And um, I think, and you know, I think that, that both partners in a healthy relationship, you know, will change over time. You know, I mean, uh, you know, because everybody is growing and changing mm-hmm. throughout their lifetime. So, uh, you know, it's, I, hopefully it's obvious that in a long-term relationship, you know, both partners will change over time. But the, the hope is that you can grow together or at least that there's acceptance mm-hmm. and, you know, acceptance of the other person as yeah. you change or that your partner can accept you as you change and grow in that relationship. I yeah, mean, exactly. You know, if people get together, you know, in their early 20s, they're not going to be the same, you know, in their life. Right. 40, you know, they're right. just not. Um, right. But we're talking about growing together in a progressive, positive way. We're talking about positive change. That's really yeah. the change we're talking about that you're able to work through. Right. Um, yeah. Wow. What a great show. Thank you, Una. Thank you for today. One last question. Again, how can people find out more about you? But also, um, tell us about the Clarity Session. Yeah. Well, in the Relationship Clarity Session, I'll help you get really clear on what is happening in your relationship on a number of different levels. I have a a tool that I use to help people look at relationships and to, uh, to get at the, the meat of what's, what's going on and what's good. What are the good things about it? And what are the things that could use some improvement so that with that, at the end of the clarity session, it's typically about half an hour long. You'll have, a a lot more, um, clarity on the state of your relationship and this in what needs are what of your needs are being met in the relationship what needs are not being met yeah and what are some specific steps that you could take to improve the relationship or get your needs met within that relationship or mm-hmm. at least ask for what you need in the relationship because mm-hmm. of course that's the you know you need to be able to know your own uh your own needs and then be able to communicate those needs to your partner and then your partner can choose to either meet those help meet those needs or not you know Mm -hmm. and and you can do the same for your partner so it's it's about knowing yourself and that's what the clarity session is about to help know yourself and to get clear on what's happening in the relationship and then take steps to move forward yeah, and get some absolutely objective help in it. That's the key. Trusting, loving, objective help from Una. Una, thank you so much for today. Awesome. Thank, thank you, Dr. Pat. Uh, this is one of the most important topics as we move forward in our workplaces. We're starting to see trends, more and more trends of, of people really experiencing horrific situations. Please take the time to know yourself Please take the time to learn about yourself and do that with Una. Made herself available to all of you. Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. Uh, Yeah, we have another hour coming up on Transformation Talk Radio. You've been listening to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake. Tune in each month as Dr. Pat and I co-host together 
creating juicy conversations. And every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio, I interview amazing guests and you'll learn how to transform your relationships so you can stay juicy. To learn more about me or to listen to past shows, visit my website at unadrake.com. Preceding audio was via a Skype call.